War never changes. Remember, no Russian. Did I ever tell you the definition of insanity? If I'm to choose between a greater and lesser evil, I'd rather not choose at all. I'm afraid. I don't know what to do. Everyone I have cared for has either died or left me. Everyone fucking except for you. Hey there, welcome to Let's Talk Video Games with your host, Walter Nunez. Today we will talk about quite a few things that happened in the gaming industry in the last few days. We'll talk about the Xbox Series X and Halo Infinite, GTA 5's online summer update, the newest free games on the Epic Games Store, and we'll close with the new information on Cyberpunk 2077. Let's start then with the Xbox Series X. It is no secret that Xbox was planning to release their newest console on the last quarter of this year. However, we got a rumor on this specific date now. According to information from Tim Warren, editor for The Verge, the Xbox Series X may have a release date of November 6. This lead comes from an image on new controllers from Attack that reads, do not open or display before November 6, 2020. This suggests, indeed, that we are getting the first third-gen console on the first days of November. However, we also got new information on the supposed Xbox Series S. Last month, we saw a white controller that suggested the variant console, but it was on Monday that we pretty much got confirmation of it. According to some pictures shared on Twitter by user SackX, we managed to see that that white controller works for Windows 10, Android, iOS, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Xbox Series S. The so-called Series S is probably a less powerful version of the Series X, being too a cheaper option, similar to what the Xbox One S was to the Xbox One. Now, all Halo fans got some heartbreaking news this week. 343 Industries announced that Halo Infinite was delayed until 2021. Originally, Microsoft announced that the game was going to be released this year, very close to the release of the Xbox Series X. According to the developers, the game's development was affected by COVID-19. While they do not have a formal date for 2021, it probably is going to be released in the first quarter of the year. And I think this decision was great. While I'm not 100% buying the COVID-19 excuse, I'm okay with it. I mean, the game has been in development for years, and they even were confident enough to show a demo not so long ago. It seems awfully convenient to have this delay right now after all the backlash from the demo graphics. If you ask me, they are probably trying to fix that part with the extra time they are taking. Phil Spencer said numerous times that the game was going to be released this year no matter what, so they were planning for it. And as a matter of fact, they got Sparasoft working on the title too. One other thing that makes me think that they are stalling is the latest comment that made yesterday Phil Spencer, where he said that what they had now wouldn't feel like the Halo they would like to release. I don't know, man. I mean, I really hope they address those visual issues, because the game, as seen in the demo, was really weak. Those textures were all wrong. They even got some issues of rendering when uh, Master Chief was on the elevator. It's small stuff, but the demo was small too, and... That is worrisome. If we continue to see this kind of thing, some problems in the final release of the game, the game is gonna be terrible. Let's move on to GTA Online. Rockstar usually releases big updates every six months. The last one was the Casino Heist, which saw life in December of last year. 
So following the routine, we got a new big update available right now. On this summer update, we got 15 new vehicles, 6 co-op missions for the yacht, 6 new open wheel racetracks and much more. So let me go a bit more in depth on the important things. The very first important thing about the update are the vehicles. Vehicles have always been a big part of GTA Online. Everyone is interested in rocking a new automobile. The Lampanati Tigon, for instance, is the newest supercar added to the game. This car, heavily inspired by the De Tomaso P72, is the most luxurious thing in four wheels you can buy for 2.3 million. You also got two open wheel racers. The Declassa DR1 is arguably the best racer in the game, with a monstrous acceleration and an impressive top speed. However, to get that baby in your garage, you will need to pay almost $3 million. The most impressive thing, though, from the update are the co-op missions. The yacht has always been the most useless and expensive thing on GTA Online. It has absolutely no use rather than screaming to the world, I have $8 million to throw to the trash can. However, we got some sweet missions that at least will make the yacht something interesting. I have not played them personally at the moment, but I'm looking forward to. Today we got new releases of the free games on the Epic Games Store. This time we got Remnant from the Ashes and the Alto Collection. The Alto Collection includes two games, Alto's Adventures and Alto's Odyssey. These games were originally released on mobile devices and had an amazing response. Both games have a simple gameplay that focuses on beautiful landscapes. Adventure is an endless snowboarding game on a mountain. Odyssey, on the other hand, is the same thing but an amazing desert environment. Now, Remnant from the Ashes is the big game this time. The game is a third-person survival action shooter set in a post-apocalyptic world overrun by monstrous creatures. As one of the last remnants of humanity, you have to retake what is lost, either alone or alongside up to two friends. The game is sort of a Dark Souls, but with a big gunplay. However, there is an important change. If you die in Remnant from the Ashes, you do not lose experience. Overall, the game is less punishing, but it still is very fun to play, especially with friends. Now, there is also a free game now on the Epic Games Store, but only for the next 24 hours. This means that until tomorrow, you can get it with no charge. The game is Troy, a Total War Saga. This game is an RTS, or a real-time strategy game. With amazing new maps and the most evolved combat of the Total War franchise, the game is sure worth a try. If for some reason you do not manage to redeem the game for free, you will have to pay $33 to get it. Now, the next game is not available on the Epic Games Store, but it's still free. I'm talking about Quake 2. Quake is arguably one of the best video game franchises in history, and the second installment of the series is considered the best. Bethesda is now giving away this game for free. You only need to open the Bethesda launcher or download it if you don't have it in your PC already. You have 72 hours to get the game. The giveaway started at 12 p.m. ET on Wednesday, so take your own time to get it right. Also next week, on the 17th, we will be able to get Quake 3 for free too. Before getting to the star topic of today, I've got some nice news for any of the Walking Dead fans. Today we got a trailer for The Walking Dead Onslaught, the newest video game for VR of the franchise. This game takes place in the same universe as a TV show, so you will be able to see familiar faces like Rick Grimes, Michonne and Daryl Dixon. 
The gameplay we saw looks pretty good. It reminds me of a Dead Island, but with better graphics. Not super great ones, but the best you could probably get nowadays on VR systems. While the narrative of the story doesn't seem to be super important, they do have some interesting features. The so-called progressive dismemberment system is supposed to be a state-of-the-art combat where, well, you dismember zombies. You can impale, do limb, carve, and much more of them. It's going to be quite interesting to see how this game deals with the Walking Dead universe, because most games of the franchise have been pretty bad. Maybe immersing yourself in the zombie world will give the thrilling experience that developers are trying to emulate. I guess we'll see if they were successful on the 29th of September when the game is released. We finally got to our last topic of the day, Cyberpunk 2077. CD Projekt Red released the second episode of Night City Wire, a space where they provide new info on their upcoming game. The first thing we saw was the three lifepads you can choose from for your background. This means that you will have a backstory before starting Cyberpunk 2077. The lifepads are Nomad, Street Kid, and Corpo, or Corporate. The Nomads are a clan that live outside Night City. Those areas are called the Badlands and are quite dangerous, especially if you do not know what you are doing. They have constant problems with the law, and it is probably these dangers that make nomads so close to their families. For some reason or another, if you choose the nomad life path, you will have to leave your family and attempt to enter Night City. If you choose the Street Kid life path, you are kind of an expert on the streets of Night City. Your whole life you have lived in it and you understand the ways of the street. You know places, people and illegal actions that take place there. As a street kid you'll get an edge as someone who knows how the lower areas of Night City work. If you decide to play as a corpo, you will get yet another completely different backstory. In this life pad, you are a corporate who now works in the upper sphere of Night City. All these years you've spent working have provided you with an ability to read between lines, especially during business opportunities. So, there's a big question that was resolved in Night City Wire. How will the life path affect our experience? Well, first of all, the very first instance of the game will be 100% dependent on your decision. If you choose Nomad, for instance, you will not be inside Night City at the start, and you will have to get inside somehow. Also, the most important thing that life paths provide are abilities on the narrative. As explained before, sometimes you will be able to obtain information by reading people, but that option will only be available if you choose Corpo as your life path. Otherwise, you might get new options or no options at all. According to CD Projekt Red, the game is balanced in that regard. If you do not get any extra options for your life path on a certain conversation, you might get them later on. We also got new information on the weapon times and modifications for Cyberpunk 2077. Weapons on the game are separated in three specific categories. Tech weapons, power weapons, and smart weapons. Tech weapons are really powerful firearms. They are so strong that they can blast through walls and even kill people before them realizing you were there in the first place. Power weapons are the closest to our contemporary weapons. They got assault rifles, for example. All power weapons have the ability to make their shots ricochet for some sweet covered kills. The last category of weapons, smart weapons, are what you would expect. They use the guided rocket technology, helping bullets strike our enemies. 
There is one kind of shotgun that shoots 8 bullets at the same time with this technology. You could clear one whole room with one shot easily. Weapons will have different rarities too. They range from uncommon to legendary. All weapons but the legendary ones will be available rather easily. You can get them from weapon crates or stores. However, the legendary weapons are really hard to come by. There will be special ways to get them and they will also have special perks not seen in other weapons. CD Projekt Red explained that, for example, if you wanted one legendary weapon, you would need to get it from a falling character. In other words, you can decide to either kill an NPC for the weapon or let it live because you like them. The last thing we saw in Night City War was information about the music of the game, but not any music of it. We saw the music from Johnny Silverhand's band, Samurai. The music of the band is created by a group that does exist in real life, Refused. Samurai is a punk rock band in Night City. They created some original songs that go along very well with the whole cyberpunk thing of the game. You can listen to the newest song, I Like Supreme, on all streaming platforms, if you would like a taste of the amazing music you will be able to listen to on Cyberpunk 2077 on November 19. And that would be all for today. Thank you all for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. I'll see you on Monday again. So, until then, stay safe. Cheers.